how are you and how's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And we are joined for the first time by our very special guest friend, Zach. Hi, that's me. I'm Zach. <laughs> how are you doing, Zach? Is that, we're, you? we're happy to have you on here. You're, you're our first new guest in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as I've been slowly attempting to take over the Outlaws Network, this is next up on the list. Yeah, how how do we actually know you, Zach? I, I never know how we know all of our, mm-hmm. our new internet friends. Uh, via Maria, mutual friend, former ah. guest of the show. Yes, you can catch Maria on the Midsummer episode. Yes, uh, yeah. so, all of it. <laughs> yeah, so Zach, tell, tell us, what's your relationship with horror? Um, I'm not like... As we were discussing before this, I won't fully out myself as not having seen a bunch of horror, but um, not like super, super a horror buff, not like as in that I don't enjoy it, but just not especially well-versed in it. I'll pick up an, an occasional weird one or well-known one here and there from other people, but uh, that's about it. Uh, besides now that I'm apparently ripping through this podcast from the beginning and will eventually <laughs> yeah, start trying to Yeah, what the hell, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've you've really been you've been just zooming through all of our content on the network. Mm-hmm. But uh, rub, rubber is a particularly I I would not have we're doing rubber by that. the way. Yeah, <laughs> I would. That's in the title of the episode. I guess that's for true. That's a, when you maybe if you listen to them all in a row, you're not seeing. You're not even noticing. We are going to be doing rubber. Um, that's not something I would have expected out of somebody who is not yeah well right in horror. Okay, now here's the thing: is that I do just like weird stuff. So that's how it's, ah. it's the the that door rather the weird absurdist humor right. black comedy door instead of the horror parody gotcha. entry see, point. I see. No, does uh, has anybody else watched any other horror films since last time? Um, I think it's going to be next week's episode, but I did watch. Uh, Professor Weird in the multiplex of strangeness or whatever. Hmm. Doctor Strange 2. I watched Doctor Strange 2. Okay. That was, was my that? only heart. I mean, it was good. I'll talk about it later, cool. probably. I think with John of the Outlaws Network, John Downey. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, if we can get him on, if we can get a hold of him, if we can grab him by the shoulders and scream and yell at him to get on a Zoom call. I mean, he's our official Marvel horror correspondent. So. Exactly. <laughs> horror correspondent. Uh, yes. That was bad. I didn't even like that. <sighs> Anyways, today we are doing. Did you not have anything? What? Did oh, I had nothing. Mentions? I didn't. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. I did a whole episode. Ooh, myself how the last turntable! <laughs> big, big shouts out to last week for doing the platform all on your lonesome. Um, quick thoughts. How was it? How'd you like it? Oh, it was doing a solo one. It was good. Um, I, I, it needs Damn, to be, what an insight. Please. It me. definitely needs to be a movie where I have enough to say like that, you know, yeah. and that I can take notes on. Like, I would not have been able to do a full episode on Rubber myself, honestly. Oh, sure. Okay. I need I need something that I can pull to, to like, bring up and talk about, you know. Um, yeah, I agree. You can catch Rubber, 2010, by the way, not... What is it? Nineteen thirty-two. There's nineteen thirty-six. I think it was what we were saying. Yeah, there's a different one, but that's not it. We're <laughs> not talking about the twenty ten rubber. It's the one with the giant Weirdly tire on the cover. Not a remake. What do you mean? You'd think that somebody uh, would have done it by now. <laughs> but in nineteen thirty-six, yep. they were too busy being in the depression. <laughs> Honestly, the the effects and how the tire move, I don't know how they did it. So I don't know how it would have been I'm done. I'm still a little. Past. There's a lot of yeah. Yeah, uh, you can catch it on HBO Max or Hoopla. Hoopla is one of those one of those two Hoopla and Canopy Hoopla. where you can get them by subscribing to certain public libraries. Yes, 
What? What? Streaming isn't hard with a library card. They don't sponsor us, but I feel like they, <laughs> they should. They do not sponsor us, and I don't think they have the money to sponsor us. So we're just we always shout them out all free. when available because because they're free. fucking yeah. Libraries like, rule. Go to a library. Yeah, like use your library. That's the whole point. Like the gimmick yeah. is there. It's do use it. Like, so Brian, spend nine ninety nine or whatever. Yeah. What What would you rate rubber? Oh fuck! I gotta go first. I didn't even um, think about it. <laughs> What? It's not about that. It's the real problem. I forgot to think about the. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's the one. I, what was your rating? Um, I have a lot of feelings about this. I am currently sitting at a smiley face because I think there is um, some enjoyable, honest to God, enjoyable stuff in here. But um, I worry either. <laughs> this is always my like self it's not humility it is straight up self-doubt and insecurity where i go i don't know if i'm just too dumb for this or if this movie was muddled and confused like had its message have issues or if i'm just stupid and missed the actual connective tissue so it's leaning to like it's definitely a smiley face right now and could tip either way on the teeter-totter depending on what we talk about into Mr. Cool or Nauseous Face. Like, there's a, it's a lot going on in this movie. Or maybe not a lot going on in this movie. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to get into it. Are we doing guests next or me now? We, you're always switched. Okay. I think we you're realize that order switched, like, very recently, right? You, you switched it up, and now I that's what we're going with. Don't care. So, Zach, what, uh, what would you rate this film? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say my personal rating is probably the Mr. Yeah. Cool guy. Um, nice. But we okay. can maybe get into that ever, after everyone goes because that's got a big ol' asterisk next to it just as a, an <laughs> objective <fair>. rating. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also sitting at a high smiley right now. I also like don't know if the the thing at the beginning is... Like I don't know if the movie doesn't mean anything on on purpose or it's <laughs> pretending to not mean anything in order to mean something. Yes, uh, I meant to. Uh, yeah, to the answer is yes to that question of the either or. <laughs> I meant to go read articles about it no so way. that I could sound more no. smarter for this, but uh, <laughs> no way. I've been so um, mad. I didn't do that. So more yeah. smarter, by the way. Big shouts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the warnings? warnings for yes. this film, yes, animal violence, yes. Primarily. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's nothing, really it. Nothing like, you know, it's not like dogs or cats or anything. It's but pretty cartoonish. animal violence. Yeah. Like, you know, over the top gore, but they, they do. The hurts it is there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, like things, things have... fully like get crushed and explode. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and for the, the vibe. Um, French <laughs> New Wave a... surreal art house kind of movie that's yeah. almost mask masquerading as a gimmick slasher like that's exactly what it is yeah. it is a new wave french <laughs> that's surreal what film. it is like, that's pretty but it's not on, yeah it's not as like uh inaccessible as those are i'd say sure mm -hmm. yes it's openly it's trying like, to have fun like yeah th that is readily yeah, like, apparent whether you go for that or not is your deal but like it is exactly it's the movie itself is having a great time it's a it's a fun movie and i like don't forget that smiley face even though you know it seems like lower because there's two whole ratings above it like it does still mean that we're saying like if it's on dude like you're like you're probably gonna have and, a good time watching it and as you as listeners have heard from other episodes and from 
uh, actually Jorge's description there, there's room inside of Smiley. Mm-hmm. There's actually, like, that's its own almost separate bracket. It's you, could, actually you can be a low Smiley or a high Smiley or a solid Smiley. Like, we truly, this is the most flexible, like, nebulous I would say little it's fucking thing. where most movies are is Smiley Face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that should probably be. Yeah. If your system's working, maybe the middle catch-all group is that, yeah. It's sort yeah. of the bell, cur- yeah. The whole like, there's a lot. This, is, in the this isn't about that. really like how good is the movie. It's about whether or not you should watch it. <laughs> which is when it's like, yeah, you don't need to turn it off if it's on. If you catch yeah, it on that- TV, you just keep watching that. You're gonna have a good time. True, but then we all. Oh, oh you're saying what that means as a thing? Because I was like, we also use the metric of how good does it do its job as the film it wants to be. Yes. You know what I mean? Which all which doesn't necessarily equate well, to watchability. Also, it equates well, to <laughs> that has a lot to do with who Zach, you're knowing who you're recommending. <laughs> you have to know who you're recommending films for, right? Yeah, like so true, we're saying true, like it's yeah. it's a, a Mr. Cool for people who like this kind of You movie, have right? a lot of homework as a listener if you want to get involved and recommend <laughs> stuff. You just you have here's a te- we're going to send everybody a notebook with all of this little like you need to write to-dos. a little a- essay on the rating system. <laughs> oh, hey, maybe we should just like <laughs> Can we link those up with like Myers Briggs or Enneagram or something real <laughs> easy? <laughs> uh, that'd probably be easy. I love that. Um, be terrible. Should you watch the film first? I don't think you need to watch the film first. It's not a spoilery film. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's like literally maybe the very end gag, but that's like whatever. Exactly. It's, it's, I think it's fine. It's safe to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Before you watch it, um, yeah, this is, this is yeah. another about about the ride, not the destination, because yes. I don't know that we're going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a recumbent bicycle, and we just never actually left. Tire, little little tricycle. <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> do we want to pop open that spoiler configuration? Absolutely. Just get right um, yeah. Also, shout out to last week. You were one hundred percent correct with my placement. I am absolutely on the disgusting mattress in that room, and you were not. You were in the corner when you opened the spoiler <laughs> yeah, configuration. Yeah. You little coward, you. Um, but it's I more about the there. attic being dirty and that people have been jizzing all over that mattress. <laughs> okay, canonically, spoilers like from for the, the Hellbound book. Heart. That's the only reason Frank is alive. <laughs> yeah, it's the only true. reason the gimmick happens is because blood. There's a whole thing, Zach. I'm not. I don't know. Gonna... It's fine. Don't. It worry. makes sense to me. I don't know. Look, it does. I mean, yeah. if you read it. By, I'm, by the I'm way, kneeling the... down, pants only, no shirt, uh, fiddling around, doing all of the things. It's just that the highlight of it is the sensual thumb circle because that part brings it up to open the spoiler configuration. Nice transition, Brian. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. One last thing on that. Don't. Though, I, if I can remember correctly, I believe the word that Clive Barker uses for cum is splooge. I think that's the word yeah, that he not? uses in, in the Hellbound Heart. Just, uh, I, I never can get enough of that. It's like one of the few times I've laughed out loud while reading a book, I should say. Anyways. Disgusting. Rubber. What do we, where do we, st- the... How do you start Let's talk about this, this intro. You gotta talk. Uh, yeah, you at least have to, like, cap with the intro monologue, I feel like. Yes. Please. Uh, the, so the intro has, what's the, the, the character's name is uh, Lieutenant Chad, mm-hmm. played by Steven <laughs> Spinella. Is that a person that we should know? All of, <laughs> the name sounds these, familiar. A lot of these people, a lot of the cast of this movie, have been in other stuff 
as side, like they're like perennial side character. Like yeah. they're working actors. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. all make livings just like being a guy in some movie. And he played um, Rick Stokes in Milk. Yeah, I was going to say, most of, known for top go. four has got milk and rubber. So, like, yeah. Oh my God, rubber's in your. Yeah. Rubber, milk. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Rubber, Steve, milk, milk, rubber. Lieutenant Chad comes. Well, it's. Anything that we're going to be describing, there's usually like more weird stuff happening. There's like another guy who's going to be around a lot. The accountant. I don't want to rate rubber right now. Oh, he now. is Get the accountant. Yeah. I, I yeah. just saw the Jet. name on there. I kept, I think, in my notes, calling him the the proctor of the uh, the proctor. The, the, That's the not a I mean, film level of whatever's going on with the people watching. It sounds better than accountant, to be honest. Yeah, he played <laughs> Mister Pups in Mystery Men. His name is Jack Plotnick. Mystery Men, but he's like, yeah. Uh, he's fuck? set up a bunch of chairs in the middle of a dusty road in the <laughs> desert. Now, keep in mind, listeners will know that I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the desert in general. I just think it it's boring in the desert. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a thing where I think deserts are boring. And Damn! All right, set what, a hot take, boring. what a what a hot take, dude. Uh, I just mean like in in media, you know, no, like when there's a, like when there's a desert that. level in a video game. I'm just like God. Damn it! You know, <laughs> I get that though. Like they're not aesthetically pleasing to me to look at. Like honestly, more mm-hmm. movies should take place exclusively at night too. Like I don't want to look at washed out daytime <laughs> images. Hey, uh, there's a couple see, of I'm, washed out shots in this. So yeah, I the whole movie. <laughs> I'm I'm reversed. I'm reversed on that because having watched a lot of horror, usually oh, the problem is yeah. that it's too dark to see anything. So it's always like yeah. I like when that like Midsummer where it has like a nice where you can actually see everything mm-hmm. very clearly. It's like I, I enjoy yeah, that. it's I I I do I I sympathize with that, and I also get uh, Zach's point about the night thing because you can make it look way you can really cool at night. A lot of cheapo productions use it as a crutch when things look bad, mm-hmm. and they go, "We'll just turn the lights off. We'll turn ninety nine percent of the lights off and leave like a candle on." Yeah. And, oh, it looks so spooky, and you're like, "Nothing gets into yeah, the I camera. Mean, you can't see it look bad." Exactly, precisely. So you can't you, look bad. Like <laughs> you say, low budget, but the, the any budget. <laughs> the first Godzilla movie from the MonsterVerse series, you literally couldn't see a fucking thing the entire movie. It was completely awful. That's for true, and that's pretty true. And then so. <laughs> The accountant has set up a bunch of chairs in this room. Oh, and I mentioned the desert, by the way, because it <laughs> is more entertaining than other desert stuff I, I see. Really bringing you around on desert movies. Let's go. Yeah. Is this the well, movie that turned you around? No, I'm just saying, like, at the bar at where most things in the desert are, this is a, above that in terms of entertainment value for Relative the to desert movies, it's coming in a, a nice, cool guy. <laughs> yeah, nice Mr. Cool. <laughs> so the accountant has set up these chairs. Yes, and then a car rolls up and very specifically, like, very slowly hits. Yeah, very slowly <laughs> knocks into each chair, like completely shattering it's them. With the smallest and their tests. breakaway chairs. Yeah, it's slalom. Yeah. I love the slalom and I love the breakaway chair because you see the first one, you're kind of like, oh, that's that was a weird like, oh wow, he like really hit it. And then the next one, he like is turning, so it's this very like concerted effort, and it's like nicks it a little bit and it just goes like it just completely like I, it almost exploded into a million pieces and i'm just like it, these are the best ever i will say it was quite satisfying because i yeah. i didn't think he was going to be able to get all of them but he really yes from the angle that you're at it just looks like you'll never make it all the way over there man. yeah i couldn't remember when i was re-watching this i'm like does he just give up halfway through and he got every single one no, it's every I single chair and then, <laughs> Lieutenant Chad gets out of the trunk, mm-hmm. 
and yeah. gives his monologue, which is going to be like a big thing that we're going to have to repeatedly come back to, mm-hmm. which the general idea of which is that Things in movies sometimes are done for no reason. Every great everything... movie has a an element of no reason, I think is I've got it up. Yeah. I didn't look closely enough to get the exact line, but it's basically that. Yeah. Except yes. every movie that he mentions All an example the... from have a reason. Ex- a reason. Except for maybe the first one, yeah. which is like why is E.T. Brown? Yeah. Can I run no down this real quick? Please, yes. Yeah. Why yeah, yeah, yeah. is the... okay, so in E.T., why is the alien brown? Uh, exactly like you said that's the only one that this actually applies to yeah. um in love story why do two characters fall madly in love with each other no reason um which it's their personalities yeah th- that's the they, movie it's entire it's, film it's, explains it the yeah. people fall in love all the time it somehow gets worse from there and in oliver stone jfk <laughs> yeah. why is the president suddenly assassinated by some that's, stranger i love that one. it's so funny to me <laughs> that's the one i honest to god like just went <laughs> like just started yeah. go, like laughing at because he specified Oliver Stone's JFK, and I'm like, that movie has so many other things where you can ask that question and have it be no reason, mm-hmm. and he just asked about the actual assassination. Yeah, why does he say back into the left a thousand times in a row? Like, but no, it's why does JFK, the historical figure, get assassinated in the the reenactment of his the end days of his life? Of which we know what much yeah. about. We know quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Is there more to that? Um, the, yes, there is. In Texas Chainsaw Massacre, why don't we ever see the characters go to the bathroom or wash their hands like people do in real life? Absolutely. I must no push back. I must push back. Ooh. Because he does not say the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It just a chainsaw. He says, there, yeah. he very says specifically, in the excellent Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why aren't you saying Texas? <laughs> What's the matter here? What's going on? Say, the title is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's Chainsaw Massacre, not even Two Chainsaw. Words. But like, you just see every time I watch it again, it's just in the excellent Chainsaw Massacre. I'm like, what the fuck? like, I agree, it's good, but what the fuck, dude? <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's the, there is the one last one of asking in. Um, he does say worse in The Pianist by Polanski. Um, how come this guy has to hide and live like a bum when he plays the piano so well? Which I've not seen by... It, my understanding is it's a move about hiding from one. the Nazis, correct? He is a Polish uh, Jew hiding from the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, rough. it is that an incredibly rough. harrowing, yeah, sad... Yeah. Even though it was made by a monster, it's an incredibly sad, harrowing movie. Yeah. <laughs> rough. So, yeah, yeah and, then, and then he goes on <laughs> Sorry, to dude. say that, like, the, the movie that you're about to watch is like a dedication to, to no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, setting up the whole thing to, for you to be like that nothing needs to make sense in the film, mm-hmm. which I did like, cause it made me like just kind of relax a little bit and not have, I was not worried about figuring anything out. You know, as soon as anything started happening, I I'm see. like, everything's fine because he said that it, nothing needed to make any sense. <laughs> and now nothing does need. To Lieutenant Chad's got you. Of- he wants you to have a good time <laughs> with this film. I, Internal logic is very important yeah. to me. As soon as the movie directly tells me, like, hey, it ain't going to make any sense. It doesn't need to. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Done. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Sometimes so, I, I, I just have to pop out of a trunk with, go grab his glass of water and explain, look, we're... I forgot the glass of water. Yes! He, which he pours on the ground at the end. Yes. Fuck! At the end. Um, there's yeah. so much happening in that very opening scene. Uh, but, yeah, like, he's just got your back on this one. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> it... That's... Yeah, I... We see that he's not actually talking to us, but he's talking to a group of people that have come to watch a movie. Or is he talking to us, Jorge? 
That's the only time that he looks at the camera and they're standing where the but camera would be. It's a re- like are they the but audience? isn't he talking to us, Jorge? Or are we the audience? Yeah. The sort yeah. Um <laughs> The movie is very sorry. <laughs> let's circle back on that. The, there's a there's a group of audience members I love standing. Just sandbagging. <laughs> hey, no. I know there's a group of people I, there. I don't know what to tell you. I took it very literally, I don't know. Damn it, that's not what the movie wants you to do. I does the movie want me to do anything? Fuck. I don't know. That's actually an execute question. We're going to pin that one. I'm going to put that right over here for a second. Please put that up on the board and pin that. Yeah, because we only need to get through, like, this first beginning part, and then the rest we can kind of hand wave, I think, Mm -hmm. even though it's a lot of fun stuff. But the the audience is standing around, and they're giving binoculars, and the accountant doesn't really tell them anything else, and the idea is that they're going to be watching the movie that we're watching from far away through binoculars. Mm -hmm. Like, weirdly so far a lot away, of, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think you need the binoculars. There's no way they'd be able to see everything that's mm-hmm. happening anyways, but... Yeah, but oh, it they did look like pretty nice binoculars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a lot uh, of them. Yeah, I got reminded of the Disturbia poster from, like, 2007 yeah. with Shia LaBeouf doing the big... Yeah. And it's, it's all gray with the orange. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. There's there's ni- those nice ones where it's, like, the shiny color at the on the lens, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It also appears there's almost enough for everyone. There's, like, one too few... That the two dudes yeah. who were like commenting the whole <laughs> time about like the movie share, have yeah. to share. Everyone else is chilling with their own discreet binoculars. That's right. Yeah. Because there is a moment where he's like, "What? What's going on? Whatever." And I'm like, "Look, idiot! Like, <laughs> just, just look forehead." And he's yeah, don't just, you like, have binoculars? Things. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. So that makes well, it doesn't make any sense, but it makes more sense now. Which is strange because there's one person less there than there should be because that guy's wife didn't come, couldn't make it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's actually too few binoculars. <laughs> I did. I I truly loved the uncaring nature of the accountant towards the audience mm-hmm. because of one big shouts out to net, like having the bicycle and I don't think ever actually being on it and riding it, I, like yeah, always walking it, it away. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to go back and like skim through. I'm like, did you ever get on this fucking bicycle? Yeah. I, no, I don't think so. so. I feel like that's actively a joke because, like, later on, yeah. like, one of the last times he's bringing it out, you see him, like, dragging it across the, like, the desert across. floor and, like, throwing it. <laughs> so I think he does just, like, take, like, you know, just drag it everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But um, they're they're, yeah. they're watching this movie, and the movie is, like, the main rubber. thing that you'd be expecting to come see, which mm-hmm. is Rubber, which is about a tire that for no reason gains sentience and starts running over everything it can, starting with, like, small little pieces of trash and then it like little bugs and like, stuff yeah i got the kill list here it starts with a water bottle that is just yeah. kind of like crumpled up on the desert floor <laughs> he easily squashes that go robert way to go yep. um robert, robert because it's yeah. a french True. director and writer and rubber <laughs> robert rubber rubber robert i did not get that i yeah, love that come on guys i love that <laughs> Um, yeah, he like graduates Please. to a scorpion. Nice little like yeah. scorpion crawling on the ground. Just good squash on that one. Again. Nice ASMR it was, on these. It was just, it was real nice. Sat- it's quite satisfying to watch. Exactly. I'm like I do want to keep watching you crush slightly larger <laughs> objects. It's a real Katamari Damacy vibe. Like. Yeah, I was gonna say it's very Katamari. <laughs> uh, it's uh, but it it comes short when he gets to the beer bottle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a glass beer he, bottle. He just like keeps hitting it again. Some night. The sound design in this movie is very, very good. good. Had some nice head, headphones on. I was just like, mm, this is 
<laughs> nice ah. tire trying to crush a, a beer bottle sounds. Trying to do some Roberius Robert <laughs> Get a collection of that. That's yeah. POV, you're a Miller Light bottle trying to get crushed by Robert. <laughs> Worse, it is just a bottle that says beer. It's in the style of Miller Light, yeah. but it just says <laughs> beer. beer. That's so sick. <laughs> uh, he's unable to crush it, even though he's doing all sorts of things to like go faster over it or try to just like put more pressure on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Oh, we Shay and I talked about this. We immediately started using the pronoun he him for uh Robert and yes. we were like, well, we don't actually does. know the gender and it might it might too, but this is like right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were Shannon used he him and then they were like they them. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, no, that tire's definitely a boy. That's you a, can that's tell. Like, he him. <laughs> he's got a boy. That that tire has the energy of a boy. Like, oh my god. It's so Scott, yeah, it's, it's preteen who just found out his own strength vibes. He yeah. Very much. If he could jump, no, he's he doing would slap the, the top of the doorway triumphantly. <laughs> that is what his energy is. That's exactly. I did the only set, little sentence I read from this because I wanted to look up uh, something else. The director slash writer, the director and writer is the same person. Um, the director was like, I initially wanted Robert to have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Um, but then was like, I kind of treated him more like a big, stupid, mean dog. And I'm like, yeah, that's for true. Yeah, that and feels right. a, stu- a big, stupid, mean dog as a person would also slap the top of the dog. <laughs> okay, I'll come back to that because I, sure. I, I do think there's a little bit more to Robert. But mm-hmm. Robert's a deep the- character, yeah. No. Nope. Well, it's, it's not he's not that deep. You know? he's no like, way. He's just as shallow as like. Inside, yeah, yeah, like that's like, what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> But the, he's unable to smash the beer bottle through physical yes. strength, so he sits there and shakes until the beer bottle just shatters. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we come to learn that he has gained psychokinetic powers. And of course, somebody says uh, telekinetic. Yeah. The kid, and the then somebody does. else corrects them to psychokinetic, <laughs> and Shannon is like, oh my god, it's you. <laughs> it's, because I have, in fact, corrected people, because it's, you know, it's just... Really? It, it, Wait, what? We updated the term. We don't use telekinetic anymore. It's psychokinetic, yeah. which, which makes more sense. You know? Um. Oh, it makes it because it's, it's, it it's not just re- it's not remote uh, movement. It's mind movement, right? Psychokinetic. I see. Gotcha. I see. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's the, the requirement is it's being done by the mind. Okay, it's not important. Zach, People still use both. Shit. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna use. I'm gonna I just thought it was. I'm only gonna use telekinesis in front of Jorge now. That's, that's fair. All I'm gonna do, yeah. That I just thought that line was very funny. Yeah, it was. It was a really good line. Just like objective. Yes. Yeah. So he murders the beer bottle. Yeah, continues going along doing that. There's another turning point in the movie that I want to mention when he comes across the rabbit, I think, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. shakes for a while. And then when the rabbit explodes, it's like quite grand, you know? It they like really blows up. It blows up like really good <laughs> and satisfying. Yes, it is a satisfying and expression. they start the music at the exact right time with it. Mm-hmm. And it was enough for me to go like, whoa, yes. I'm like ready to like watch this movie now. This is exciting. Yeah. Oh, we we there's like only the tin can kill before that. Um, but up until that point, it's like <laughs> he blows up a tin can. Too. Yeah, he blows up a tin can. But up until that point, it's like basically just the um like sound effects. There is no music, I don't think, until the bunny kill. Mm-mm. It really ma- it's so yeah. dry and it just makes you work for that the whole opening of the movie. It makes it really exciting. One hundred percent agree. Happens. One of the influences on this was ob- it feels obvious, but I'm gonna like say it and it'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. um, this was made in 2010. 
one major thing that influenced this was the first act of Wally, which is Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost exactly this. It mm-hmm. is a compl- like a non-verbal, essentially silent film with a character that can't speak, like mm-hmm. I, doing see, and moving around with stuff. Like I have that. You know, know what I was inspired by? Not ex- you know. Oh, you have that. <laughs> no, not about Wally specifically, but the way they animate and the sound design <laughs> of Robert yes. um, is like it feels like the weirdest Pixar short. Like yeah. he he's treated as yeah. like this little bouncing yeah. like object that's been given life and sure he goes about what that is in different ways from maybe a Pixar character would but like they they treat him that way some like, Pixar characters yeah, I'm sure like, there are quite a few that would go that same <laughs> like he moves around like he's people yeah, yeah. no it's like a horror Pixar long unironically yeah, horror Pixar long thank you we'll, we'll talk about the later parts of this movie but I was saying this to my roommate uh, Devin unironically I could have watched an entire maybe like an hour long film mm-hmm. like that first 10 minutes. Like I just keep going because they show a, a surprising amount of personality. Mm-hmm. Like the getting you, you feel the frustration at the beer bottle scene. Yeah. You feel like the weird triumph after each kill. Mm-hmm. Like it's upsetting. Like you're like, Oh, like you are, a, you're a nasty <laughs> okay. little tire. Aren't you? You're Is not gay. You're naughty. As they say later, you're naughty little boy. Don't you? <laughs> Even when he starts rolling, uh, yeah. He keeps falling over at he first. You have to like, watch him learn to roll. That is and great you're like, because yes, dude. they do the purposeful... They This is a good active subversion of typical tropes because the typical trope is the rule of three. It usually works in comedy, but it works in typical action mm-hmm. and like fantasy or like hero stuff where you fail twice and on the third one is where you really get it and it gets going. And he does that. Fails, rolls a little bit, fails, kind of like stops... Uh, rolls more and it like we're at this wider shot we're wider shot where it keeps going and he kind of like stops like triumphantly and then just goes horizontal (laughs) and you're like yes i I actually really like that that beginning segment there's a later part where the the guy in the wheelchair says and i'm sorry he doesn't have his name is it he's He's titled man in wheelchair yeah yes exactly uh his Somebody real name is something. Wings Hauser, and that we, we got so stunlocked by that we were just like, yeah, it's Wings Hauser. Yeah, in that wheelchair. Yeah. We will be re- referring to him as Wings Hauser from now on to respect yeah. that very good name. Yes, he. Somebody says something about like what like, he's like. I want to watch the movie. I like it. And mm-hmm. it's there's something about the way that he says I like it. He's like, I feel like that too. I also like it. And I would also like to continue watching what that tire is doing. <laughs> so after the tire has blown up a few things, then it's. Pretty much. I mean, he sees like a girl drive by, and like I'm not gonna bore you with all the details, mm-hmm. but it. After that, it's the pretty much will. standard. Like, <laughs> tire chasing around so the girl, killing people. Like, he rents a hotel room, watches TV. Like, he does all sorts of little wacky things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, maybe the only other notable turning point, like right after he sees the girl, he like ends up at a gas station and gets his first yes. human kill on yeah. a guy who's like staring at him funny, sitting in his truck after <laughs> filling up, and. I guess just decides he didn't like that. I think is the well, best. I, can. I don't even know if it's about no, the, disliking things. I think he just kills. He just the guy. The, no, like. the guy in the truck was the one who ran him over. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, when yeah, he, uh, he, when he had stopped him. the girl's convertible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheila, he's the guy who saved the girl from being exploded. And yeah, because he we <laughs> found out that his, psychic, his, his psychokinetic powers can stop the cars too. Yeah, he uses really good telekinesis mm-hmm. on the engine. And it, yeah, well, and then he. And, 
probably about to kill the girl. I love what he exactly. blow every time he kills a human, he does it by blowing up their head. Scanners and there's always them, yeah. such a good shot of them just staring blankly forward because they've clearly swapped it out for the dummy yeah. before the head explodes. Yeah, they've like lost all motion, dead eye, because again, yeah. Like they said, yeah. it's a dummy. But just And it's, it's like nothing. you know that they they definitely were skilled enough to edit it better so that you don't see that. And I feel like they left a little bit of it in because it's funny. Mm-hmm. That's just me though. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think they do yep. have, like, the tiniest bit of before they cut to the dummy shot. Like, the person yeah. is doing that as well. Like, the actor is just giving... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They, yes. they go dead face. They set it before. up. They set it up so that it's not as... Like, they don't want to be shaking and moving around and then mm-hmm. hard cut to completely static still explosion. <laughs> like, you yeah, know... they have it, the, the it, person, it, like, like strangely start looking forward for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Any... Just so something the, psychic, you know... Yeah. Psychokinetic. You said psychokinesis. You already said psychokinesis. Psychokinesis, yeah, exactly. You already, you already messed it up. I'm going to say kinesis, though, instead. Okay. Damn it. They, uh, I can't, I can't be shaken no by that kind of thing. You can't just thing. get mad. I can't get shaken. I'm going to find something that hurts you to the core, and I'm going to say it, and you're going to not like it. The next big thing that happens is <laughs> the accountant poisons all of the people with the turkey that he kills live. They've been poisons. starving them in the desert, and the people are complaining. Yeah, they're complaining. Yeah, the people have to sleep there in the desert <laughs> whenever a new dead. day is happening mm-hmm. in the movie, because it's actually happening there in front of them. Yeah, I think you can't just cut to the turkey, because it is important that he is just in the hotel room with the turkey, uh, the accountant dude, and just looks over <laughs> it, opens a briefcase with a bunch of very old-looking medical equipment, and then starts sharpening knives and looking at it, um, only to like pretty quickly cut to a, a cooked turkey that he just throws at the people. I love when he, he, yeah. has, he has like a military bag and he's like, food, he just drops it on the ground. And you're like, Jesus Christ. This and it's been like two or three days, mm-hmm. so everybody's going nuts over it. Yeah, it's full also, Lord of the Flies. Big yeah. shouts out to him. Uh, like, it feels like, very clearly he's like, oh no, I'm getting a call from my boss energy. But like, starts with, Hello, master. Yes. And I yeah. was like completely stunned. I was like, what did you just say? And like, keep saying master. At the end is salutations, master. And I'm like, you're the best character Very in the good. history of the world because <laughs> you're so fucking silly. Um, there's a lot and of you, good moments in this movie. And I think yeah. you can like, in, when we get like our full interpretations of this, like that can carry it for you. And I think mm-hmm. that can be like, you can just go, that's a fucking great experience. I love it. All these essentially vignettes are really good. Mm-hmm. I had some issues in terms of like getting it yeah. across its own goal line. With the I, I we'll still might yeah. bump up to a Mr. Cool. We got to We got to get through and we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing with the him referring to the guy's master on the phone <laughs> is like, there's that normally I'd be like, awesome. Some sort of evil cabal want to know all about it. But since we got that intro thing, I'm like. So I'll that, find out about that or I won't. Yeah. And you don't. <laughs> that one subverted it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I was like, I normally would be upset about that kind of thing, but I'm like, oh, I, okay. It didn't, I didn't. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> anything that shows up, I have no confidence that it will ever show up again. So <laughs> it made it, it made it for easy peasy watching, you know? <laughs> now, after it, almost everybody gets poisoned except for Wingshauser, who doesn't eat yes. the turkey because he knows it's a trap. Yeah, he is like... That, the poisoning scene's pretty funny. I'm very concerned about Wingshauser's character. Like, has he done this before? What is going... What is his deep lore? I think he's just tough. Yeah, My maybe favorite smart. part, definitely tough and smart. This is this was a little note I caught, and I just... I got such a kick out of this, like, 
talking about like movies and you know because this is very much this is clearly satirizing and deconstructing slasher films and kind of movie watching in general like it is it is a reference about who you are as an audience and how the you know people producing this are have relationships to you and what they do in that regard um wings hauser has a hat on that just says classically trained and i'm like i love this so much that's so fucking sick and, and like one i would objectively want that hat and two that's great as a little nod like inside of this as the one person who's like aware of what's going on in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um so to have that was was nice i liked that 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 does make sense because he's the one that wants to watch the movie pretty much for as long as it'll go on but he does have many notes on it <laughs> he's weirdly the in a way the antagonist to some of our main characters that are running the film because he yeah. just refuses oh, yeah. to get killed by um turkey poisoning yeah he refuses well he refuses to I mean, to put it kind of like more metaphorically, he refuses to just accept and move on. Mm -hmm. Like he just wants to continue to consume the product that is being given. Like wants to just observe in this capacity, even though, like we said, he does have things to criticize it. Um, But yeah, I I love he, the accountant keeps coming back to him and is like, whatever, schleps up this like room service cart with the two silver like plate, like everything goes over all the food to the point where he's like could you stop i am just trying to watch i'm not hungry and then the accountant starts eating the food and opening up to him and then goes i have a real bad stomach ache and like gets poisoned from the food he ate which he clearly brought up to poison wings he, he got distracted himself yeah <laughs> he got so distracted and also while opening up i have a note about he's opening up to him and tells a weird like Cain and Abel story about his brother getting (laughs) he gets yeah the brother gets his foot stuck in like a rock crevice or in a fort Mm -hmm. I can't remember something like that yeah it's like a crevice yeah and they're like hiking he's begging for help and he just describes like just without any intent picking up a large rock and just killing his brother with it um (laughs) as he opens up to Wingshauser before yes getting the stomach pain from the poison food he brought to poison him that he brought which he points out, he's like, first of all, that scene takes way too long and on purpose. But yeah. like, yeah. it's a ridiculously dragged out scene to the point that I just started laughing uncontrollably because, like, you know, unconsciously because of it. And then Wingshauser, like, as the accountant's finally dying, Wingshauser immediately turns back to start <laughs> watching the movie. Like, not even a thought about this fucking dork that's in front of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I fucking, that's a fucking great. Oh, he goes, he he literally goes as he's dying, he goes, this was meant for you. This is your, <laughs> you were supposed to eat it. Yeah. And I'm like, why'd you eat it? <laughs> Just screaming in agony through the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> like a real protracted, like, rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. Like, the other main thing that happens, like, kind of before this, like, we're not going super chronologically anymore, but uh, at some, once, once it's just Wings Hauser, Lieutenant Chad goes to all the other cops and he's like, okay, it's over. Everybody can stop acting now. You can go home to your families. But nobody else <laughs> seems to be actors. They seem to actually be the thing. And he's like annoyed that they're not stopping acting. Yeah. Before the accountant finally calls him and lets him know that Wingshauser is still alive because he didn't eat the turkey. Yeah. And then he's like, never mind. I, I still haven't wrapped my head 100% around that because, yeah, he comes up as if all of these other cops or sheriffs or whatever, you're supposed to know this. And he's explaining it to them and pointing out some weird inconsistencies, like the ones just got a like stuffed alligator under yeah. their arm. And he's like, look, this is clearly fake. 
Um, check the body. That's a fake blown up head in there. I I love that he's like, you have a stuffed alligator under your arm. He's like, so? Yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest response. The, that was like, I would if I were Lieutenant Chad, I would have given up at that mm-hmm. point. I'd have gone, yep, okay, never mind. I'm a cop. I'm a lieutenant, and everybody's a real cop in real life. So, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going on with my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, He has people shoot him, and the guns are definitely fake. But the body seems to be real that Robert killed yeah. of the maid. It seems like those two ideas are diverging of, like, they set up this movie, but have maybe lost control of Robert? Or pilot, like, they, they set him up for something, but, yeah. This is where we definitely get into, like, inconsistencies, mm-hmm. honest-to-God inconsistencies, but also, like, I don't know if it's necessarily the crutch, but also, like, the idea of... Yeah, this is a surreal. This isn't supposed to make sense. Like this, this weird, this inconsistency part doesn't matter. The point is the divergent ideas are like banging into each other mm-hmm. because yeah. the shooting thing does work. He gets unloaded on three times, and it's all squibs and nothing mm-hmm. happens. Like he's like, I don't feel a thing. I'm fine, but the body is dead, and you're like, wait a minute, is that whatever? But it's very clearly the plot. Like that's what he's going over because he's doing the interview with uh, the the hotel manager Mm -hmm. who is if y'all are weird al fans is bob from the hit movie uhf which is weird al's one and only i don't know if he directed it but like one of his one and only like big actual film which i fucking adore a lot Hmm. um any it was just a weird like i saw his name in the credits and i'm like no way it's the same guy and then i saw him in this i'm like what the fuck is happening what's (laughs) going on why are you in this movie get out of here daniel Um, quinn who played dad no, David Bow. David Bow. Yes, da- dad is the dad of the kid in the audience. Yeah, oh. that, that's yes. the maybe confused. Yeah, there's two fathers yes. and parents. None of these people have, and, and none of these people have names. They're all just called that's what they. For fucking true. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Really so, horrible. and that's again why, like, as a lover of internal logic in the movie, I really needed that little intro, or else this whole thing would have had me be like, "You better fucking be ready to explain why they don't know." Because I thought it was going to be that Robert had like gone off the rails, and that you know they were going to have to then, as actors, fight him. But but it's nope, not that. Nope. Both yeah. both ideas mm-hmm. are like cons- like existing at the same time. It's I think th- first of all, I think it's mostly just that. If we want to do like the attempt at an internal logic, is the fact that someone is still watching continues the facade. Mm-hmm. But then why does like, Lieutenant Chad... Well, he always knows. He's known the whole time. He's never yeah. not been aware of it. Like, cause his director I think he's or essentially whatever. Exactly. He's in the director-producer role, so like he is constantly aware. Like, he is engineering this in some way. That makes um, sense. So he always knows, and then once he like basically checks his watch, because he's like, yeah, it always happens at this time. He's like, cool, we're done, thank you. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, What? Like, imagine in a play, someone just always thought the show was so bad that everybody left at the 40-minute mark. <laughs> and so he, he, you could tell people and go, ah, never mind. Like, we're done. Forget it. Everyone's gone. But then looked into the crowd and realized there was an audience member still there. Just like, fuck, we got to keep yeah. going. <laughs> like, yeah, but the other yeah. people keep going without knowing that Wingshauser isn't dead. So they're, like, either Correct. not real and part of some... This whole fabrication, you know, or the whole their magic. To, regard, like, that's that's I why agree. I, you know no, what? I, but I didn't worry about it. I didn't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, because you know what? No, no reason. No the reason. movie <laughs> took two minutes <laughs> to give Jorge one excuse to just excuse everything <laughs> it did. Literally, hall pass any issue that was going on 
intentional or otherwise, because I think there are some unintentional yeah, yeah, issues yeah. with this movie, but, like, everything can get like, yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. No reason. It's fine. This is like, why I say I'm actually, if you know, if they do, I'm do that in front of every on, movie. I'm quite easy <laughs> on films if they don't completely fuck it up, you know? Sid Fields who? Just sure, do that at the I, start of your screenplay. <laughs> dude, they should have done that for any, every Marvel movie should just start with whichever lead actor is there. Come in and go, hello, um, you're here in front of this Marvel movie. And some of you may ask, why did this happen? Why did Tony realize that sacrificing himself was the only option in the thing? Why didn't he just wish for Thanos to do something else? Why didn't all these other things? And then just, because no reason. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Please enjoy (laughs) Spider-Man 12. Yeah. It's a weird uh, reverse. Is it Puck at the end of Midsummer Night's Dream where he comes out and he's like, hey, it's been a play, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> I hope yeah, you had yeah, fun. This like was fake. The opposite. <laughs> Imagine that. I would also. I think. I think at the end it's probably that better. And Puck just coming in. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> this shit's fake. All right. Like and Bye. subscribe. Like you yeah, literally like hit that like and subscribe button. I'm gonna see you. Catch me on Twitch every other mm-hmm. Thursday. But <laughs> hey, but hold on. No one say anything. Out. Don't. Okay, but what if Midsummer Night's Dream set where um, Puck and then, like, the fairies and... I can't remember the little group of, like, players or whatever. They're Mm. a YouTube, like, stunt crew. (laughs) They're, they're like, a a YouTube house. I'm just going to pitch that real quick. They're a creator house. Yeah, they're a little creator house doing their weird play. See, before you had only said Midsummer, so I was already thinking about a combination between Midsummer's Night Dream and Midsummer. I'm here for that, too. Total, total aside, uh... I saw, I was on TikTok, most of my TikTok stuff is just films mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I saw a thing from Midsummer that I had, a clip from Midsummer I'd never seen before. It's very yeah, clearly the, a deleted the, scene. The deleted scene thing. that takes place at night? Yes. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I literally thought I was getting gaslit. I was like, there's no way I missed, how did I miss this part in the film? We talked about that film for almost as long as the film was on our podcast. How did I miss this scene? I'm like, oh, deleted. Okay, thank God. Like, yeah. holy fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, anyway. it doesn't have, there, there's not a good place for that scene. Like, I actually. That's what it that, seems like. That yeah. deletion, yeah. Anyways, this movie, Rubber, then at, at the end, the Wingshauser just keeps on. Watching, so they have to keep doing the whole thing. Not and there's only like watching, he like eventually inserts himself into the main area yeah, right of the, action. Like he wheels up. I've got the quotes page up and like explains like, "Hey, actually, got some notes for you if you wouldn't mind." Yeah, because it's it's been a little while now, and the and Robert has killed many people, and the cops are still mm-hmm. after him. They've been doing like car chases and stuff, and they have him in a house, and they have a situation where they have a dummy up rigged with explosives. Mm-hmm. and hope and like a speaker going Megaphone. through it so they can try to convince Robert to blow up the dummy setting cool. off the explosion and killing Robert mm-hmm. and that scene does take they just keep talking to him and it's taking way too long mm-hmm. and Wingshauser comes down and tells them that it's taking too and long, it doesn't make any really sense like. as well yeah, yeah. yeah they're like why did it take you three days you should know like what the fuck like mm-hmm. there's a lot of the pointing out of stuff which this is one of the weird parts for me because I th- th- there's part of me that's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. We're deconstructing slashers and kind of film, you know, the mm-hmm. state of film as it was in 2010 and a lot of that stuff. No problems with that. I think that's great. Um, there's a very specific thing Wingshauser brings up, which is like he starts bringing it. He does like the fa- he basically does like fan 
you know, backseat mm-hmm. writing or like, you know, yeah. fan theory stuff where he's like, you could do a bazooka or, or better yet. Like he gets like, I excited, forgot he mentions like, like, yeah, bazooka and some like really, like I know yeah. Marvel like, and DC are... fanboys get where they go like, Ooh. And I, cause I, you know, the reason I know it is cause I do it too. Mm-hmm. I go like, Ooh, or, or, or a flamethrower, like, you know, brings up <laughs> yeah. these cool things. And he's like, there's gotta he be a does payoff. The sound effect too. <laughs> exactly. But like the weird part and to continue the thing is he gets blown up and that's the payoff. And I'm like, it's interesting that you chose to still put a payoff in here. Like you didn't subvert this by going, we don't need a payoff or the payoff can be fundamentally a different thing than just Mm -hmm. a big explosion. Like it starts that way because eventually Lieutenant Chad gets tired and just walks into the uh, house where Robert is Mm -hmm. with a shotgun and kills him. Just shoots him twice with a shotgun and walks out with a strip of rubber. In. Yeah, the movement oh. blocking that's really fun where he just goes. In, he's like, you know what? Um, the end by he just like goes in. You hear the gunshot go off. He comes out with a shred of tire and he's like, all right, everybody go home. Yeah, exactly. Which I could have. I was like, mostly oh, works okay. except for what you're yeah, bringing but up. Then they all, but then there is the very funny uh, scene and line of Wingshauser going. It's not it's not over or that's not the end. He's been resurrected as a tricycle. <laughs> Which I turn into full wrestling commentator yeah. voice there, like yeah. full Oklahoma JR, like, by God, he's been turned into a tricycle. He's been a tricycle. Did Wings Oh, ha- uh, but then he blows up Wings Hauser yeah. in like a big yeah. explosion, and I'm like, Okay, so we're just we're having our cake and eating it too. Mm-hmm. Like we're yeah. we're saying we're deconstructing these things, but like we're just doing these a lot of the time, like, I'm not, again, mm-hmm. this might be See, the me I, just, like, not noticing that's it. the thing. It's like, I don't know if we are deconstructing anything, really, you know? I, I mean, we're clearly me, talking about yeah. We're talking about it, but to me, it is just funny to let the scene go on for too long and then and then have a character say something about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and, like, he, when, when Robert Jr. is coming out to... It's still I Robert, it was, it's just, yeah. he's... <laughs> yeah, when Robert he comes over, out... He was reincarnated. Wings Hauser is like yelling, like, "Hey, I'm I'm just watching. You can't you can't yeah. get me. You know, like they're doing just a whole thing. Stay there, just stay there. Yeah, I'm the audience. Yeah, and so I just I don't know. I just don't. Mm-hmm. It just fundamentally doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't need to because they told me it does. <laughs> yeah, but again, well, this is the thing about yeah. that. This is to go back to that opening monologue. Like like you said, is that monologue about saying things don't make sense and have no sorry have no reason. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It, it's yeah. not about not making sense. It's about having no reason. Mm-hmm. It is have knowing no drive, no like reason, you know, purpose for whatever. Mm-hmm. All like we said, all of the things he mentioned do have a reason. So if we're talking about this in the um, in like the metaphor for filmmaking or for specifically like horror movie filmmaking, that's the director misunderstanding the point of movies, right? Right. Like purposely going, to being pedantic and going for like the stupid shit, even though he's to the nth degree, to like mm-hmm. the hyper level of like, because people do that in movies all the time. Why didn't so-and-so, why didn't the Eagles fly the guys to Mordor? Blah, 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 blah. Like mm-hmm. all well, that pedantic they shit. Have, they have reasons for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is the, dire- the Lieutenant Chad is that guy mm-hmm. who in bad faith argues right. these points to sound smarter. So it's, that's why I'm like, I don't think it's a free pass. Like you're used, like Mm -hmm. it's used as 
because he's the metaphor. Like, he's part of the movie. Right. Yeah. Which is why when things don't make sense, I'm like, some of these make are fine. Like, I can mm-hmm. hand wave. But other things honestly confuse me. I'm like, did the movie not know where it was going with this? Or is it just indulging in the same tropes it's saying are foolish or pedantic or whatever? Mm-hmm. And this is probably... That yeah, was I my don't... only thing. Sorry, I didn't yeah, mean no, to... No, 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 no. That was good. Oh. Yeah, the uh, my my thinking is that with the because one of the things that you mentioned is him blowing up is giving into like having that big climactic explosion that we'd been expecting. But the rest of the movie also, I mean, like part of why it's enjoyable is because it still fully follows the slasher path. You know, yeah, like it, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop doing any of those tropes. It just does a lot of other bullshit around them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> getting that still at the end, if nobody's blowing up or anything, I mean, it's not even like it was a big. They already didn't have the final fight with the tire, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, they were doing they were doing the final fight as a joke. Yeah, it, it was, was the unpayoff. Exactly, the setup was the weird non-payoff, but it was then him going in. I don't know. This is the, this is what I'm saying. Like, Maybe it's Robert blowing us up, you know. <laughs> Maybe you know what? I Maybe mean, it's the big fuck you. Like, hey, was the standard for the audience. Uh, yes. To. Brian's point, and this is almost certainly giving the movie too much credit, but there could be the idea Please of, do. um, look, we're going to go there. We're just going to push through until we reverse or, engineer, a pl- like, a cohesive ideology to rubber. Your stock, your stock to Jorge has gone way up after saying that because that's what Jorge does all the time <laughs> to movies. Mm-hmm. Gives them the most benefits of the most doubts, just full-on, like, atlases for them across the finish line to be like, yeah, actually, this is a really impressive dissection of the French Civil War, and you just didn't... Yeah. There's a lot going on that makes a lot of Look, sense. Look, they wouldn't have put Sorry. it in there if it wasn't Sometimes. fully fledged Sometimes. and the author wasn't a brain genius. Um, <laughs> but, like, there could be, like, the interpretation that um, Lieutenant Chad is, as you said, he's, like, the director figure, but... And is in on the movie in the sense that, like, he's attempting to cobble together a movie that has mm-hmm. he has lost control of. And the inconsistencies are, like, the movie is injecting the inconsistencies in a way to show him as being at fault of, like, not having the ability to keep everything in rain. Again, mm-hmm. eh, probably giving the movie a little credit there. Um, it, it's probably That's not... Fine. I mean... It, it like works, but it's probably not trying that hard. Admittedly, they pro- maybe could have if they wanted to. I do. I do subscribe to the. Uh, there was. I was watching an initial like a, a video essay regarding Jackie Chan's uh, action and comedy. You know, and these things mm-hmm. put together. And there was a point in one of his interviews where he was just like, "The movie's the movie. You can't if you don't have the budget, or, you know, whatever. Like, you can't go to every premiere and every screening and go." Sorry, we ran out of money, so the last 20 minutes doesn't look like... The movie is the, what the movie is. So yeah. I don't think you can give it more credit than it has mm-hmm. if you read that in the film. Like, mm-hmm. this is sort of a positive way of, like... Right. If it's there, you can read it. Like, I'm not yeah. disparaging that. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. But, which Whereas, I see what you're saying about, like, the, it's putting... It's injecting it in to be, like, a, he has lost control, so mm-hmm. he's going to make less sort of sense. Well, like, because yeah. to some degree, he like, they show that of, you know, he comes and he's like, all right... It's call time, everybody hit the showers, but then the movie is still going despite his best efforts. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I'm I'm positive on the movie in like the opposite direction where I'm like, I yeah, I mean I don't think that like they really like put 
too much thought into it. I, it just feel, it feels like it was like written more like a skit, you know? Yeah. It's just people okay. who love horror and movies and in like a fan way and not mm-hmm. in like a super artisanal way, you know, and just made it and we're like, this is stuff that we like and we think it's funny and we're, we're French. His name, his name is there's Robert. You know, multi- so there's Robert. I want to bring a couple of French things. Um, clearly, I loved when the kid. This is in the movie. Mister Hughes is talking to like his son, mm-hmm. the swoopy, the swooshy haired kid who actually talks to Robert and throws a can. Oh of soda yeah, at him yeah. Because the... He's so mad. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Do you talk? Talk? Speak? Say something?" <laughs> um, he's talking to Mister Hughes. Mister Hughes is like, "Don't you have like school or something or like homework to work on?" And he goes, I'm on holidays. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely written by a French person because I don't know Mm -hmm. any child in America that has ever referred to break or vacation as holidays. Yeah. Like, no way. No way. Even British people would say holiday singular, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, there's – it's very clearly French. And then um, there was one other one that was very, like, obviously French. And the main actress, I think – I forget her name, in the movie – um, is it? Her real name's like Roxanne something. Sheila is the Roxanne character. Roxanne Mosquito. Sheila, thank you. Sheila is the character. Um, Sheila, every time she speaks, is very clearly a French yeah, yeah, yeah. actor. Like, she yeah. just speaks that exact mm-hmm. way, and I'm like, that's fucking incredible. I love that. Um, yeah, it's just nice to see the... <laughs> Tevin and I kept doing degrees of embarrassing and offensive French accents. <laughs> it just, just how you say the kids uh, go to the pool, and, you know, some shit like that. We're just like... <laughs> Yeah, he is the spirit of cinema. Yes, so that does remind me. Like another trope that they do is the clearly forced insertion of sexuality. One being mm-hmm. that she is taking a shower yeah. with the bathroom door open and the hotel room door open, so that Robert can see all the way from outside. And the and then, yeah, and then the second time mm-hmm. is uh, in the van where the script that Lieutenant Chad has given her to say to Robert through the dummy is completely sexual for no reason (laughs) yeah you mentioned the audience on the first one where it's like they literally like cut back to the audience commenting on her body oh yeah like yeah trying to debate if they think she is attractive we caught one of the things because they were like do the one woman is like do you think uh robert's getting laid (laughs) and they're like yeah what positions and the woman like it i don't think we we're not certain about whether she actually understood that what she was saying was a joke. And, like, because she just says it, like, probably start with a nice blowjob. And I'm like, are you, you're just into this now, I think. Like, it sounds, I don't know. Like, maybe you're just doing a way better job that, than that I might, took you credit for. That might for. just be the acting. You that might, might be just be, just be like, yeah, acting. like, that just might Who's be the act. Like, I don't know. The film it was is. Just, it was wild. I was like, huh, okay. Like, I don't like this mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, they all die in the next, like, very soon I'm like great good yeah Excellent. didn't expect them all to go like that but <laughs> i guess that's you can't pay that many actresses for that long no way yeah you got like <laughs> movie shoots in like two weeks total and 80 percent of the days are the fucking special effects getting to work and then they're like yeah cool we got an hour and a half for y'all to do every line you have by you're leaving <laughs> so the, the only thing i wanted to circle back on is okay. what do you think like a tire the, the po- yep, ah, like it's a all a circular big circle. tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What Everybody. do you think? <laughs> we went along with your bit. What do you want? <laughs> I, that's why. This is what you get. Yeah, this is how we punish True. you. No. <laughs> My when they get poisoned, what do you think yes. the 
poisoning of the audience represents? Because everything is oh. supposed to be kind of like metaphorical of something, right? Uh, my I initial <laughs> thought, and I don't think I'm like, I'm definitely not everywhere. Like, I'm not fully fleshed mm-hmm. out on this. It's not, this isn't some video essay where we've got mm-hmm. it all like put together and we're laying yeah. our argument out. Yeah. Um, we don't make content like that. Pa- part of it did, we should, um, but we won't because it's hard. And it takes more work. And God we don't like to do effort. Exactly. <laughs> this I mean, is for you, fun. We're just having a nice fun time. Video essays yeah. can be for fun. They're never for fun. Um, the I, I kind of took it as, I don't want to say like acceptance, but sort of like the loss of care and drive for like passion for the movie. Like mm-hmm. it's that point where like they've seen their gore mm-hmm. and they've, they've mm-hmm. seen their nudity and they've seen their gore. They've seen their violence. Like that's enough. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to do. Like, why continue for the plot or whatever? I don't know. It, it, yeah, like, like that's why I'm like, we gave you everything here. Be gone. Go. Like yeah. be done. You're full. You're satisfied. Get out. Like sort of thing. There was explosions. Um, there was a naked lady. The tire did had a nice character arc. You saw the tire do its thing, and you saw it blow things up, and you saw nudity. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else you want. Like <laughs> we've got nothing left for the, you. Like yeah. it but, is sort uh, of that grindhousey, like slimy attitude. Mm-hmm. Whereas. The person with the classically trained hat on is like, I want to watch more. I want to see how this ends. And, the, and then critique the, it. The account, mm-hmm. But the accountant goes, well, there is no end. Mm-hmm. Like, he very specifically says, because, like, that's the weird thing about mm-hmm. this movie, I get, Or, like, the idea of it is that, like, it doesn't have... There's no finishing of this, but yeah. he wants to actually prescribe meaning I think that's from where he's it. I think it's where he says I don't care I like it yeah mm-hmm. which exactly I, I get you know sometimes you're like yeah dude I just want to keep watching that. this tire roll over things <laughs> it's satisfying <laughs> like I said I could watch an hour of that on Iran like mm-hmm. as its own movie no like meta talk just it doing its thing whoa wait a minute check this out okay so <laughs> if if the the actors like the the rest of the cops yeah are still stuck in actor mode because Wings Hauser is still watching, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Robert gets resurrected and then keeps moving on to the city because we're still watching? Ooh. Right? Look at that. Whoa. Think about that. There's always more audience. Stop, wouldn't you just stop being animated if all the audience was dead? If it was all fake, right? Hey, well, okay. So can we talk about that end like uh, little sequence? Because it yeah, does yeah, have yeah. such sequel bait vibes to it. Yeah. And like going along with your Clearly point, purpose. it's like, yeah, exactly. It, he turns into the trike. He blows up um, Wingshauser's head and he's just done with this. Robert he blows is, up Wingshauser, dude. Yeah, yeah he blows up Wingshauser completely. Look at that chair. Yeah. It's a the, fucking the disaster. Area. <laughs> <laughs> he he um, makes Wingshauser stop existing in any notable <laughs> way, his physical form, and then rides off into the sunset <laughs> only to have many many tires roll out of the desert in like a flying v formation <laughs> off into the sunset like it's got those big big sequel bait vibes yeah to hollywood <laughs> the bright lights and this is but this is i forget if it's when he's the trike or earlier but he stops by and sees a big old pile of tires being burned for no when, reason that's still when he's a tire yes yeah i and, think uh, it's or no, that yes no, that's no i think tire, it's, yes. what he's, it's during no, the montage he's a tire. i I remember the shot. It's yeah. because it's like you can kind of barely see him by the fence low because there's a little bit of flame coming from the tires. He is still a tire watching that. Yeah, it's not yeah. during like the montage where we see like 
super cut of a bunch of bodies that he is like racked yeah, up. Yes. So. Yes. It's like towards the end of that, I think. Exactly. Yeah, I think he starts out as <laughs> either the, way. <laughs> you know, I wanted to mention before that I think he starts out as the teenager who slaps the top of the doorway mm-hmm. as he goes through, but by the end, <laughs> after seeing the horror of all of his tired brethren being burned, he's become like jaded and sits and just watches TV and drinks beer somehow. Mm-hmm. It is you know. like I also could look at shots, like various shots of him watching TV in various households. For way longer than I'd care to admit, you know what I mean. Like him watching stupid, TV entertaining is for some very time. interesting. Like he's like always watching Jazzercise and like some other yeah. stuff. Like, Too much of weird shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he's into I it. Like he, I, we've established I think he's, he's a getting all horned up on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's confirmed a peeping tom. We know this much. Yeah, that's for true. Yeah. There's one where he watches NASCAR. What the one oh, yeah. confront him at the house is he's we watch from outside the window him watching NASCAR and I'm like that's surreal. I don't <laughs> that's know. That's real like, good, yeah. You know what? You got you got me there movie. You are surreal. That is that is whoa. That's very odd. funny that he's watching. It is NASCAR. good. It's fundamentally funny. That's my big thing with this movie. I think I'm gonna, I'm sticking with the smiley mm-hmm. face because I think it just it did like all, a lot of the vignettes work for me like just enjoyably in some way. Um, even though I'm like, yeah, I think you're all cocked with your met. Like, I don't think you actually, mm-hmm. I think you tried to say something in this thing where you go, Ooh, it doesn't matter. And you still borked it. So whatever, mm-hmm. but it's fine. <laughs> like the, the, one of the, one of the other things is her in the diner when she realizes the body, like when the police arrive for the thing, Sheila is, uh, pouring yes. orange juice onto her plate and then just swirls around whatever's left on the plate in the orange juice and i'm like that was weird then she leaves by pushing the doors completely just like they're just falling off, off yeah. and just bashes them over like walks across them i'm like that's really funny it's objectively yeah. silly um, i think she was just playing with her food at the end i actually didn't find that to be that weird you never, you never just, like, played the only thing she does in the shot yeah. It's not even like she doesn't even like look. She's just doing this. <laughs> Playing with your food is one thing. She does, as as Brian mentioned, pour a bunch of orange juice onto the plate. Yeah. Which, as an adult, I feel like maybe you you stop. You've lost that right. It's very fun <laughs> to do. We, we want to do it out in public constantly. Hey, I'm not doing it. But as soon as a tire is out there killing a bunch of people and you've seen it, like yeah, I think off. you get some of your kid privileges back. You know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then, yes, the, the pushing the doors open is very funny. Mm-hmm. Objectively funny. Like, on purpose, you know, joke. Yeah. For me, I, it's a lot of the whole isn't as great as the sum of its parts mm-hmm. for me in this movie. That's my, yeah. that's my big criticism for it. Um, I, I think we're in the same place with how it, it panned out and just in different places with what they were trying to do. Sure. You know I, mean, I do. I do. Yeah. Which always makes the, the landing smoother if you exactly mm-hmm. don't think that they failed at something, right? Uh, but I would probably also stay at a high smiley just mm-hmm. because, like, thinking about the true definition of the reviews, it's like, am I going to actively go to people and say, like, hey, we should watch this one? Not exactly because Not really, there are yeah. other goofy films. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. But See, I'm very um, different. I have, including the two of you, made many people watch this film. <laughs> well, see, that that's objectively what... There you well, go. Yeah. Well, the experience cool not, of uh, making totally other people alien. watch this is my Mr. Cool guy. It's not about the <laughs> film anymore. That's what you get off on. That's what you love. <laughs> Zach, Zach is in the window doing the sickos meme going, yes. <laughs> yes. 
as like then you cut into people just going so is the tire sad or something and then just like end credits <laughs> um yeah see my, all all the friends that i normally show films to i've already shown a lot of movies like this too mm. so that's it's you got i gotta bring something tougher to, to surprise them or you gotta get a fresh crop of people you gotta get a fresh yeah, crop of people some... but then i'm marks. gonna show them something fucked up dude like <laughs> yeah what's hey you got suggestions on that front let me know Yep, I, I I'll, I'll have no to way. sit and think of some. I don't got any right now. I mean, it it is tough to find a movie that is like gonna make really people be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Without it just being like Cannibal Hall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like assaulting oh. them with nastiness, you know. Oh. Mm-hmm. sorry. Something. I, ugh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll There's get back one, to you so. on that. <laughs> we are event. We eventually want to release like collections of hmm. films, you know. Uh, that we've curated. You remember that, oh, Ryan? Yes. That's something we yes. talked about. You mentioned when we started earlier. Podcast. I had, yeah. Yes. One hundred. I just I got confused by the collections thing. I'm like, what do you mean? The cur- curated list. Yes. Of the curated like types list of, of movies. One hundred percent. We do want to yeah. do that. Yes. So weird, weird movies to show your your non horror friends. <laughs> this is like something you could put on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of one of the playlist titles is just. Do you think one of your friends is a tinge too dark in their humor? Show them these. They'll They're just all this. traumatizing, horrible, nihilistic <laughs> films. <laughs> Does that friend laugh a little too loud at those upsetting situations? <laughs> Show them Martyrs. Just, no, please. I still need anyway. to watch Martyrs. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I mean, I'll probably technically need to watch it probably for this show. We're going to have to do it. And I don't. I'm not excited at all for no. that. Uh, so does anybody want to say anything else about rubber? Robert. If we're if we're all good, I love that his name is Robert. I did it's, not. Yeah, that the more I think funny. about it, the more it's just really really good. Yeah, I I I will say Robert himself is a Mister Cool. Like for sure. Yes, I enjoy Robert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, I will never forget him. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> he's up Zach, there in the hall of do, fame. Is there anything that you would like to plug while you while we have you? Yes. Here? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on the internet places, um, pretty much everywhere Whoa. at um, Zachary20XX. Um, Zachary, like my name, 20XX, like the silly cyberpunk meme, um, where the, they're in the distant future, but they're too lazy to um, shoot their shot of when they think tech will happen. Um, I always think of Mega Man yep. with mm-hmm. that, is 20XX, mm-hmm. yeah. Mega Man. I feel like I was actually first introduced to it as... Um, a meme within the Super Smash Bros. Melee community where they're like, in the year 20XX, everyone plays Frame Perfect Fox, and it's just a battle over port priority. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so there's that. Um, I, yeah, um, I do the, the, the Twitch streaming and stuff. Um, if you want to yes. watch more uh, me trying to get into weird stuff with bad lore, um, doing Kingdom Hearts most Saturday mornings. I'm just gonna really Fuck! put that whole thing into my every single I piece. I gotta that. wake up on a Saturday because it's like 10 a.m. my time, so Hearts 11 a.m. your time. You'll be fine. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, I wake yeah, up should... at like 2 p.m. I mean, like, yes, like I, but... my body goes, "Hey, motherfucker, we need to sleep, idiot." Right. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should you should uh, share that on our Discord, which all of you fine listeners can join by we have our links all over the place you know how to find it figure it it's out it's in our link tree yep it's probably in the episode uh, description i don't even think 
think I think we just put the website title in the Yeah, it's a very sparse episode really put, description for sure. We should put really everything. put the link tree in the episode description. I was going to mention that to you, Ryan, because I had to copy it over from tree, the last one. It. And I'm like, we have nothing here, Ryan. Give me the link. Do we, I've, we've started putting like one sentence descriptions in the title. Nice. Before it was just it was just our music and like our social media and our website. <laughs> and I was like, on one of them, I just got tired and was like, I Let's, made like a pun with the title and I was like, ooh, this is funny. And then I kind of keep power. doing it now. <laughs> uh, I also want to thank Eyes of Astoria for our yes. wonderful theme song, Dead Walk, Hell and yeah. Melanie for running our Instagram. Yes. You can find John from Eyes of Astoria or Melanie on various episodes by going to the podcast people section on our website, thebloodystream.com. Dot com. Zach, and also Zach now because yeah, you'll also be up there now with your one. Podcast, people. Yeah, but it'll Robert. only be the one which people are already listening to. So come check later. Yeah, hopefully Zach will have more episode. Like I started. That's gonna bring yeah future people to this one really. Yeah, I'm gonna start bringing and the people in. Everyone wants to hear the thoughts about rubber. Hey. Yeah. Well, no, they want to hear there your thoughts. Weird... You're going to be on a future episode. And everybody's going to want to be like, I want to hear more of Zach. And they're going to go back to the rubber episode and listen to it. <laughs> and those people listening are, I'm now referring to you. Right Hello from the past to your future. Yeah. Maybe you're the audience. Maybe, maybe we're all the audience. I like started putting together. Like, what other movies could I do that aren't um, this type of feel? And I really hope that I do come back with a real normal movie. And they come back and no they're way. like, well, let's see what else Zach was on. <laughs> Yeah, no he way. likes really nice normal things. Yeah, you can be the surreal. You can be the surreal absurdist correspondent. That's fine. Look, no we have problem. we That's have great. specialists. True. Uh, John <laughs> from Eyes of Astoria only does like old school Ridiculous. '80s rock and roll, specifically drill guitars. Is my guitars with yeah, <laughs> yeah the power drill driller killer is, is my understanding. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. So, death well. um, also, yeah, I think it's my turn. Yes, I think. I was gonna try to I make forgot they transition. also put a drill on the guitar in Deathgasm. Yes, exactly. That was the whole. That was the follow-up. That was my favorite part of that. Um, also, shouts out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com or on social media at Downy Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y Siblings, as in their own example, brother as well as sister. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I, It's been a million years since I've done this, so fuck. On Twitter and Instagram, at BloodyStreamPod. And we will talk to you, same bloody time, same bloody channel.